you are now entering the All right, welcome back to Inside the Box. Today we have Taylor Stevens with us. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. So Taylor, you work at Synergy Home Home Health? Home Care. Home Care. Yep. Uh, what, what exactly do you do over there? So what we do is we hire caregivers to come into the home and help people stay independent no matter where they call home by providing non-medical services. You got that down. I've you only got- been doing it for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> How long you been? How long you been with them? Just a little over three years. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, what what are your responsibilities over there? A whole lot. Yeah. All kinds <laughs> um, of stuff. As a client care manager, you know, I do a lot of the outside work. Um, so there for a while, I was doing a lot of the marketing and educating the public on what we do. Um, and then I was also the person that would go into the home of somebody who was looking into home care services and have that conversation with them about what exactly home care is, um, and then set them up with a customized um, plan of care, a customized schedule, um, and get it all set up. And then I'd bring it back to the office with my team, and I would help out with the schedule side of it um, when we get them all set up with care and then um, my role is also to kind of look over that and make sure that our clients are getting that good quality care nice how long have you been doing that for um, just over three years so we start we opened the Springfield office at the end of 2019 and oh, really? I um, joined with them in January of 2020 okay I didn't realize it only been open since 19 well our franchise opened up in Bloomington in 2013, um, expanded over to Champaign in 2015, Decatur 2017, and Springfield 2019. So um, maybe you had heard of it from a different location, oh, okay. um, but here in Springfield, we opened up just at the end of 2019. Wow. So it's a it's a franchise, though? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Found so, it out of Arizona. Wow. So these things are nationwide. I had no idea. We're all over the place, <laughs> and I like to brag because we are number one in the United States. So really? what we're doing is working. Wow. Just for like, does that mean like the, how do they, how do they judge that? So it goes off of, you know, our care, the number of hours, how big we are, how we're growing. There's a lot of different things that go into it, but ultimately um, what we're doing and the things that we've put in place is working um, and we're growing at a rapid rate. Um, You know, we're opening a remote location in Lincoln. Currently we're in the process of that to help provide better care there nice that's interesting yeah the uh i like had a general idea you know what that what that did what's your typical um like person that you're helping is it usually older people or like injured people or a little bit of both sure so i mean ideally our clients are seniors but we serve all ages you know it could be maybe a mom who just gave birth that is needing help with either um, their child or themselves during the recovery process or maybe a high school student who's suffering from an injury Mm. um, and is needing care or maybe somebody with a disability or your typical senior Um, really the goal is just to help people stay independent safely create as much normalcy as possible and help them stay where they call home. Nice. Yeah. My dad, uh, he fought cancer for quite a while and there was a point where I actually left work to like help him. So I assume that would be like a situation where it could have been. Absolutely. Yeah. 
we kind of call that a sandwich generation because <laughs> that's that middle group. You're trying to take care of you and yours. You're trying to be at work and be the best employee, but you're also trying to take care of mom and dad or whatnot. And now you're stuck in the middle. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're able to come in and help relieve that. So when you go to the home, you're able to be a loved one and not a caregiver um, because that can cause a lot of what we call burnout. And we don't ever yeah. want somebody to have maybe a little resentment unknown resentment towards a loved one just because they're tired and they're exhausted and they're pulling in all different directions. Yeah, that's a good point. It was exhausting. Um, I was fortunate enough to like be able to leave work to go do that and not feel that, you know, for me it was more like, all right, I'm just going to get as much time with them as I could. But he was, he wasn't really there. He was kind of, you know what I mean? At that point he was on a downhill slant. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that. I know that's, That's a tough situation and that's again where synergy is really great because I fully believe in what we do and I think that we become an extension of family. So not only do we walk the client through those stages, we help walk the family through those stages, whether that be end of life or maybe just through a recovery period or whatnot. Um, A lot of what we do is family oriented you know i want people to trust me and my staff to be able to call and be like i'm just having a really hard day can i talk to you and you know (laughs) we kind of help them through that because it's hard it's mentally exhausting and nobody anticipates needing home care nobody understands those it's all trial and error so being able to talk with somebody who not only knows what they're doing per se but also understands is such a huge huge asset to have yeah no, that's, uh, that's, that sounds like a great service, man. The, uh, there's definitely things I didn't like doing. So <laughs> as I'm sure you can, you, you can imagine. Yes. Um, is that something that like insurance will typically help with depending on the situation probably, but. So unfortunately private insurance typically does not cover home care services. Um, like I said, I've been with Synergy a little over three years and I've seen I think two insurance policies that have a specific clause in it that states that they will reimburse for home Mm. care services. It's very rare. Um, Other than that, it is private pay or we take long term care. Um, That's also kind of a dying out thing. Um, A lot of insurance agencies instead of that long term care policy, you're able to cash in some of your life insurance to use for home care services. So they're being a little bit more lenient with how you're able to use those funds. Um, And that's always a conversation I'm willing to have with somebody who maybe doesn't understand that side of it, I can kind of help guide them through it. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we work with veterans as well. So we are VA approved and we um, can help those that um, made a sacrifice for us. We can help them stay home. That's awesome. Veterans, man, got to support those. Absolutely. <laughs> I've made a point like every time I see somebody that serves now, I'm, I'm, I like, uh, like a couple of years ago, I was like, all right, every time I see somebody, I'm thanking them for their service. Yeah. Little but, goes a long way. Yeah. I don't, uh, I never like had like a really close friend that like deployed or anything like that. And I just had one deploy and I was like, man, that was emotional. <laughs> that was like the first time I ever had like a close friend deploy. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you said you did some uh, like um, helping educate people and some marketing stuff. What what kind of marketing stuff do you do? Did you do or do you do? So that's kind of a fun topic because um, when we started out, it was January 2020. So here I am going into this new role, <laughs> never been marketing, never been healthcare, and I'm starting this brand new thing. I get all trained, and I'm like, all right, let's re- let's go. Three months in the world shuts down. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, now I have to get the word out about this new 
healthcare, not just healthcare, but we're going into the home during a pandemic. Yeah. What am I going to do? So everything that I learned, I'm like, well, I'm going to throw this out the window. <laughs> and that's when I started thinking outside the box, there not inside go. the <laughs> box, um, outside the box about what I can do, not just to educate people um, and let people know about what we do, but to bring smiles to those that are stuck indoors, because that was a very hard time for a lot of people, not being able to see friends, family, anything like that. Um, so I did things like I went to some facilities and I wrote on the sidewalks outside. I did window paint. I, um, organized a holiday parade to where a lot of my referral partners and I gathered up and we went from Rochester all across Springfield over through Chatham and Auburn and went through and honked and waved and we played music, um, really just to provide smiles. Um, I did bingo over zoom. I um, actually, one Valentine's Day, it was freezing, so cold, snowing, and I got some Valentine's Day props, and I took them to the front door, and they took them inside and sanitized them, and then brought their residents up to the window, and I took their picture from the other side. So although my hands, I thought, were going to fall off and they were freezing, my heart was so warm because it was that little bit went such a long way for them for somebody who's stuck inside a room with nothing and um, it helped them smile and be happy so I did a lot of outside the box things to try and get Synergy's name out there but also have that mixed effect of bringing smiles and then um, on top of that I just really went full force in the community with all sorts of volunteering um, to try and get my name and Synergy's name out there and let them know, hey, we're new here. We're here to help. This is what we do. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool coming up with some of that, some of those unique things. It was a weird time. So, yeah, I definitely I, did not anticipate <laughs> that. Yeah, we had to, it was, it was like a scramble, like one, figuring out how we were going to work. And then two, like, all right, how do we pivot our clients, you know, marketing mm-hmm. to help this? you know, help them still stay busy. Yeah. Um, luckily we're, you know, we're, we're, we ended up being pretty successful with that. And a lot of our clients actually had like record breaking sales and stuff at that point from proper pivoting, but you really had to think about it. You know, a lot of the world turned towards social media. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people turn there. Um, but there was an unfortunate, lot of businesses that didn't make it through or maybe went rock bottom there for a while and they're coming back up but it was a very unfortunate time yeah sad to see man weird weird times absolutely (laughs) especially just starting a new job yeah that's crazy (laughs) so they got you trained and then all that hit (laughs) like all right i gotta put all that training on the back burner here yeah i gotta think of something new so luckily i had a little bit of creativity inside of me that i didn't know and um you know it panned out and it really helped that i had a lot of passion towards what i was doing you know if it was just a job i think it would have been very hard for me to stand still and where i was at and we're like okay we're gonna do this but because i believe and i care about what i do um it was easier for me to get out there and do those things um and freeze outside doing those activities because i i care so much about it um and kind of a backstory for you, when I was little, um, I grew up out of Divernon, which is just a really small town about 20, 30 minutes south of here. And um, when I was little, I would ride my bike around town and I would go door to door to typically elderly homes. And I'd knock on the door and I'm like, hi, like, does anybody need any help? Do you want me to do some housekeeping, walk your dog, yada, yada? Um, 
and that's what I did. Instead of riding my bike to the park and go hang out with friends and swing and do those things, I was at the houses of the elderly hanging out with them and looking through photo <laughs> albums. So it was kind of cool when Synergy well, gee, came here. Nice um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it made me happy. So when was Synergy came here. Was it mostly people here, you knew or just knew random no, people? No, random people. I mean, one of the ladies I Because Vernon's not very big, right? Oh, it's no, not small. at all. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they knew who I was, but I was like, 10, 11 years old, I don't really know these people. Yeah. And I remember coming home and telling my mom that I invited, uh, we're going to call her Sally for HIPAA reasons. <laughs> I invited Sally to my birthday party and she's like, who is Sally? I'm like, oh, the lady down the road, she's about 85 and she's oh got Alzheimer's, <laughs> you know, but she's coming. Yeah, um, she remembers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it was, it was just kind of cool. Um, I felt like life came full circle when Synergy was presented to me because I wasn't looking for a job. Somebody brought it up to me. Nice. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll have a conversation. Yeah. And by the end of that conversation, I was like, oh my gosh, like life is coming full circle. Like this is what I love to do, um, to be able to help and be an advocate for people um, and make them happy. But now I'm gonna get paid to do it. Yeah. So, sign me up. <laughs> what do you think as a child compelled you to like go do things like that? You know, I, I don't know. All I can really think is that growing up my mom instilled in us and i do it to my daughter as well you be kind no matter what you be kind to people because you don't know what my they're going says through that all the time yeah kids be kind <laughs> you know and you say it but it's true like maybe if somebody's acting a certain way maybe they're dealing with a lot on their side of the table maybe they go home to something um that you have no idea so yeah. be kind to them because that might be the only piece of kindness that they get that day that week and that could really change somebody's life so because i was instilled into my brain at such a young age i think it just became a large part of who i am as being able to Think about not just how it made me feel, but maybe about how they were feeling. And in that same way, kind of like the elderly, you know, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know about how hard it might be just to get up in the morning, yeah. those little things and being able to provide just that little bit of either um, assistance or companionship really can really make somebody's life better. Yeah, that's awesome. The, uh, I think about, um, Oh, I lost my train of thought there. I Some, did that a something lot. You said, <laughs> something you said triggered something in my mind. I was going to say, I can't think of it. Uh, dang it, I lost it. But uh, no, that, my wife says that to our kids all the time, though. Be mm -hmm. kind. And you, it yeah. makes you like, and I think about that, like how how do we, you know, instill that in them and... Uh, Influence. Yeah. It's Ch take them to, I guess, go do things. Maybe take them to go do stuff like that or. Yeah. My daughter goes. Do that. Yeah. She goes all over with me. Um, I fully believe that leadership, whether it's parenting, a title, whatever it is, it stems from influence and not just words. Because if I tell her, you need to be kind, and then I go and she watches me treat someone right. wrong, um, she's be like, well, why did you say that? Like, if you don't do that, you know, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> why'd you just cuss that person yeah. out, mom? <laughs> like, you know, and she knows that. She comes with me to do a lot of these things with my clients or my community involvement. She comes to do that because she gets to learn from a young age how important it is, those little parts of life, those values. She gets to see it, do it, um, and then, you know, I believe it'll set her up for success along the way. I'm just kind of trying to pave the way for her. Yeah. But ultimately, I think it stems from influence, and you have to um, show somebody 
in order for them to follow because somebody's not going to follow you because right, example. Yeah, yeah not well my mom said you know <laughs> but um, even though she didn't do it she told me to so yeah, I guess so I, I have will to. <laughs> and I mean she's on a radio commercial with me and I oh, say cool. what's mommy's number one rule and she says to be kind and nice. you ask her why and she said because you never know what somebody's going through yeah and um That's after cute. yeah and after several parent teacher conferences um I've seen that it works and character is who you are when mom, dad, whoever isn't looking. And I have words from teachers and people that have just seen her act out as who she is, that it works. Mm-hmm. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's great. Very proud. I remembered mom. <laughs> what it is, but real quick, Ryan, will you text somebody out there and ask him to bring me one of those coffees in my office? Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I remember what I was thinking. The, um, I was thinking about how um, one thing I tried to I tried to start doing is I found that I would like think like I'd meet somebody or I'd like talk to somebody at the cash register or whatever and I'd like think something positive or like oh that's a nice shirt you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I but I like wouldn't say it for some reason I don't know why there was a lot of times I just never did and uh, I, I one thing I've tried to do over the last few months is just make a point to just say that or like you know speak your mind to someone if it's it's not as positive obviously um and like one time i was going through a checkout and this lady was like how are you doing today and i was just like i was doing uh you know i'm doing good how about yourself and she's like oh not good it's just this. it was a holiday or something she's like there's a lot of people died on this day or something like that and uh at the time i like kind of thought something and didn't say it and i left to go to another store and make another stop. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back through there. And I went back and I went through and I like said some kind of positive thing to her just along the lines of, you know, my father passed away and one thing that always helped me. And you know what I mean? And she's like, she's like, I really appreciate that. I made my day. (laughs) And I was like, that made me feel so good. I'm glad I came back and said something. And I hope, you know, you changed her life forever and Uh, she will forever remember that moment. So, but it's weird that like, I don't know why I'd never like, would do it before, I guess. You know what I mean? Or even my wife, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I don't know why I never would like, uh, do it before, even with my wife sometimes, you know what I mean? I like, yeah, I think she looks pretty or whatever. And it's, you know, I just, for some reason or another, I just don't say it when it goes through my mind and I'm like, try to make a point to get those positive thoughts out there. Yeah. I mean, it's so important though. It's those little things that really go such a long way. Um, and to piggyback off what you're saying, you know, I had a client before that was on hospice services and I took my daughter in there. Um, and she, she knew, but my daughter knew that she was kind of on her last week or so. And she went home and she colored pictures for her and brought them back. And this client hung them up on her mirror. So she looked at them every day because that's what she could see from her bed. And it was one of those things that give her that little extra hope. And, you know, I told my daughter, you forever changed her life. And that is one of the best things that you can give to somebody is to change somebody's life in a positive way. So, and same goes to you for that lady who was going through a hard time. That could have been her saving grace and you have no idea. No. So you should take that and be very proud of yourself. <laughs> so those little little things, yes. man, make, can make a big difference. Oh, my God. I feel like we should just cancel and go do something. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well. Oh, amped know. up now. <laughs> no, uh, that's awesome, though. That's cool you're doing that, that stuff with your daughter and she gets to see that. Absolutely. You, know? you just have the one kid? 
Yep. Just, nice. just a six-year-old daughter. Six going on 30. Um, six years old. Jeez. And I know everybody says that, but she's truly an old soul. And I learn from her every day. She'll say some things and I'm like, Where'd you even come what? Yeah. <laughs> like, but you're right. <laughs> like we should do that. Yeah. Yeah. My son is, uh, he's, we, we have three, three and under. So it's, pretty intense oh wow he'll be four soon right so but Got yeah a lot going on I, yeah so <laughs> so i yeah i hear crazy stuff you know from him all the time like so crazy the stuff they come up with mm-hmm. but i'm sure you laugh a lot yeah no it's great and cry <laughs> <laughs> try to try to not get mad <laughs> right it's a learning curve um nobody gives you a handbook for parenting no. and you just do your best and cross your fingers and go with it no it's <laughs> definitely definitely a different different having all them kids it's nothing better though you know mm-hmm. gives you something to work for um you got a you, I, you've had a lot going on lately though you just won the president's award is that correct yes, from I did. the chamber mm-hmm. so what's your involvement with the chamber so i've been a chamber member for about three years and i was a team captain with them to start out and then the last two years i've been a team captain with the chamber um so i have a smaller team that i lead and um i try to make sure i go to all the ribbon cuttings um, make sure i support our businesses here is that Um, different than an ambassador or what's the um no i mean i'm still an ambassador i just take a leadership role in that ambassador program gotcha yeah um and then last year all of us captains met and we decided that we wanted to do more we wanted to create something that um, would really help the community in a different way so we decided to make a subcommittee called ambassador cares and we're like okay we're going to find a public event something that's really going to help and um, they asked me if i would take lead on it so of course i said yes because i'm a yes girl and i took it and we decided to do a professional clothing drive so that's what we did. Um, Professional we, clothing? So mm-hmm. for like work clothes, essentially? Yep. Um, and it kind of tied together with the chamber because what the chamber does is becomes an advocate for our businesses in the community and helps them grow, whether that be staffing or get their name out or support them, whatever it may be. So what better than a professional clothing drive during what seemed like everybody was having staffing problems? Um Interesting. So we asked the community to donate their professional clothing that maybe they had hidden away. And we were going to do a free clothing drive um, really to help those people that maybe wanted to get out there but didn't feel confident in the clothing that they had or maybe they were going through a hard time and they weren't able to afford professional clothing because we all know that's expensive. Um, So that's what we did. And we had this professional clothing drive at All-in-One Laundry, owned by Robert and Pam Fraser. And it was huge. (laughs) I can't tell you the amount of clothes that we had, but it was bins on bins on bins. Nobody anticipated this being this huge. And at a laundromat, they have their bins. And, I mean, they're huge bins. How would you guys promote that? Um, so Greg Bishop, Rocky, Jim Leach, um, WMAY really helped me out with that. Nice. Um, they let me go on there and we talked about it and helped promote it on there. Um, Facebook, again, like I said, social media became such a huge thing for advertising and promotion. What, what year on. was this that you did this? Last year. Okay. Um, 
and we put it on there, put flyers out, really just word of mouth after that. And when we asked the community to, to deliver, they over delivered. I'm telling you what, if I saw one more hanger by the end of that day, I was going to have a mental breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what we did. And we helped so many people. Um, some people were crying because they were so grateful. They couldn't believe it. Did, um, how did you, did the people then that needed the stuff come there also, or how did you mm-hmm. distribute it? Okay. Yeah. So we, um, had racks and we had tents that we hung up all the clothes on tables. We put them out. Um, and there was a lot of help and volunteers that went into folding mountains of clothes. Um, oh, yeah. we helped That's so not, many people. takes a long time just for us to fold our, <laughs> I should, my wife fold our clothes. She's <laughs> very, she takes over that duty for me. But. Hey, me too. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, but you know, it was this huge event that nobody anticipated being that big. Um, and so Mike Murphy, who is the CEO of the chamber of commerce this year during the gala, um, presented the president's award, which is given to somebody who maybe went above and beyond or put in a lot of time and effort into a certain program, um, that really benefited the community. And, um, he picked me this year for that specific clothing drive and for all the help that I do in the community. Um, and I, I had no idea. I couldn't believe it, honestly. That's great. Caught yeah. off guard at the gala. That's, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I was sitting there being me, so I was probably like fidgeting around a little bit. <laughs> and then when I started to realize, I'm like, I think he's talking to me, like about me. And I turned around and look at my coworker. I'm like, I think it's me. And once I realized that he was talking about me, I oh, think I blacked like doing out. doing a build up. Yeah. Like she yeah. did this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I blacked out. I That's started cool. uh, shaking and I was like, oh my God, now I got to walk up here. There's like 700 people in this room. <laughs> and that was that. Um, nice. Then it was kind of a blur, but I am so proud. Don't even of have that. a speech prepared. <laughs> no. And luckily I didn't have to do one. I think I, I don't even know what I would have said. Um, maybe Thank you cried <laughs> and been like, all right. Uh, so thanks yeah, yeah that's awesome how how did you guys come up with the i don't i don't think i missed it in there sorry if i did how'd you come up with the idea of doing a professional clothing drive like what so we all were just throwing out ideas of what we could do you know there were some that was going on about landscaping or helping make um curbside look better so many different ideas all great ideas but we wanted to find something that was going to tie together the mission of the chamber and benefit the community And we thought, what better way to do that than the professional clothing drive? Because you tie together being an advocate for businesses and we want to see them succeed. And for that, you need staff. You need um, reliable staff that's going to walk in, feel confident in what they're doing and do the best that they can. Interesting idea. Professional clothing drive. Yeah, and there was Not a just lot a clothing of nice drive. clothes. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. There was a lot of nice clothes. Um, tags on it. There were suits. We had buckets of ties. The shoes were shiny. They weren't scuffed up. I mean, it was a lot of really nice clothes. Um, so we will do it again this year. Details to follow a little bit sooner or later in the year because we haven't gotten that far into it. Um, but our young professional networking group, Rise, stemmed off of the chamber um, we'll be taking that over. So um, I think it'll be even better than last year. Nice. It's cool. Yeah. Never, has, has that, have you got, had anybody heard of that before? Or has uh, it just literally came up? Like I think other places have done it before. Um, I wasn't involved in it, so I can't say how successful yeah, I was it was. If somebody was um, like, you know, oh, I saw someone do this once. You know what I mean? It's just right. in my head. I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good idea to come up with randomly. Yeah. No, it worked out really well. Um, I, people even there were asking, so when are you going to do this again? And I actually got a phone call last week and they're like, is this a Taylor Stevens? I'm like, 
yeah like why <laughs> and they were like well i was thinking about this and they were asking me about the clothing drive and they're like are you still taking donations and i had to you know let them know not for a while um but i still get phone calls to this day about that event wow mm-hmm. that's cool yeah. very neat well that's nice you were uh recognized for kind of spearheading that yeah i mean i didn't anticipate an award out of that i didn't that was not my intention at all um it was really just to give back and to help but it yeah. was nice being able to um, get a thank you like that yeah mm-hmm. well, that's the best because like i hate awards that you like basically have to market yourself to win mm-hmm. you know what i mean where you're like trying to win yourself yeah like i'm like i don't really care about winning an award and, unless like you just get it randomly like, oh, I didn't even know I did that or something. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm not just going to sit and market myself to win something <laughs> like the voting type stuff. Yes, you know what I mean? Awkward. Where it's like, vote for me you know, for this. This is why. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, uh, that's that's super cool. Um, well, you mentioned starting Rise. Mm-hmm. Um so that's a, like a subgroup of the chamber or is that separate? Yes. Or? So we are working with the chamber. Um, Bailey Zoomer and Nick Gentile um, were the co-founders of this. And they were talking with Mike Murphy about a young professional networking group. And I know that Mike, this was one of the things on his list when he took this position was to get the young professionals us involved in the community so it was like when it happened it was like well perfect this was on my list anyway um and then they reached out to um some of us to be on the committee for that and i'm one of those on the committee um helping get this going um and whatnot so it's new we had our first event uh, this month and it was again huge i mean you could not fit more people in that room we all were um you know, nose to nose. It was so loud. The people were overflowing outside. It was such a success. And I remember all of us sitting during our meetings. We're like, well, if we all bring five people, there'll be about 30 (laughs) people and it'll be great. And we can go from there. And the day of the event, they're like, guys, we have like 117 RSVPs. And we're like, what are we going to (laughs) do? You know, Um, but it was really five people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kick them back out. (laughs) No, but it was really nice to see so many like-minded young professionals looking to get involved because as you all know staffing was hard getting people involved was hard so now seeing them come back out it's been great were most of them part of the chamber already um no some of their employers are chamber members and i think we would like to encourage the younger people in there to go out Mm -hmm. nice um but everybody i talked to i didn't have anybody that was like yeah my employer made me be here i don't want to be here yeah they wanted to be (laughs) so it was nice that they were like i'm so excited like how can i get involved um there was nothing better than hearing that so many times um i do think i went to bed that night just like thinking over and over in my head, hi, I'm Taylor. Hi, I'm Taylor. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Um, but it was nice to see so many people excited about what's to come. Yeah. So how's that work then? If if someone's a member of the chamber, is that like a separate thing they have to join or is mm-hmm. that included in the chamber membership? How's, how's that work? So right now there's not a fee to be a part of RISE. Um, we would get you signed up and whatnot. We would like to see more chamber members um, bring in their young people in and get them involved. Right now, we're opening the doors to everybody. Um, the whole point is to peop- to get people involved. And maybe some of these younger professionals aren't set in their career path yet. Maybe they're just starting out and they're trying to get involved and mm-hmm. they don't have that yet. So that's why we want to bring it open to everybody right now um, because some people aren't set yet. Yeah, that's good. Is there, and I say young professionals, is there like a, 
put like an age cap on that thing or how's, so, that, how's that work we're not going like to 60 ID, year old in there right i feel young yeah. i'm here baby exactly you know we're not going to id if you come to the door and you know you're older we're not going to be like you gotta go but you know um i think we would like to see 40 and under but if you're 60 and you're young at heart i would love to have you and i would love to have a conversation with you yeah that's awesome so where was the first event at home plate nice yep in their little outdoor patio section there so if you've been there you know it's a good size room but it was overflowing out i guess i saw a picture actually Mm -hmm. let me say that yeah it was packed yeah so at least um i think that it's just going to get bigger and i think by the end of the year um it's going to be huge um i think i truly believe that rise is going to be one of the next big things here in springfield yeah no, that's cool. Does uh, do you guys have like another event planned yet, or what's we the... do? It's in March, and I want to say it's March sixteenth, but I am um, not a hundred percent. You'd have to go to the chamber website. Um, we have a Facebook page, and on LinkedIn, you can look up Rise Springfield. Um, you can see all of the event events on there as well. Um, we do some morning events, some after, some education, networking. Um, the whole point is get people involved um, and help you reach your highest potential. Nice. Where's the, do you know where the next one's at yet or to be, to be I do. No, it's on there. Um, just off the top of my head. I do not know the location. Um, I should know that. But I really should. The, I should have looked at before I came in here. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan's <laughs> going to tell us. <laughs> he's gonna, oh man, he's supposed to be on it over here. <laughs> gosh, I have so many hats to wear. I dropped the ball. <laughs> no, that's cool though. Um, <clears throat> so what do you think? I guess with the rise, do you think, um, why do you think there's such a big turnout? You think there's just so many young people that are afraid of the, like I know when I first started this business and I was going, and I'm like a extrovert, Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to talk to people, but still like going to a chamber event when I was, you know, seven years ago, Mm -hmm. what would I have been? 29 30 still an adult obviously but still was kind of intimidating to go out uh, to this event not really you know to chamber events not really know what's going on um and i know even business owners i know now that are small businesses are a little some of them are intimidated to go to these networking things and mm-hmm. like you don't know anybody um do you think that's what it is like why it was so successful Um, so I think that there's been a lot of young people that are really coming out of their shell and really want to find like-minded people and they want to find their highest potential. Um, and as a young professional, I believe you become, um, who you surround yourself with. Um, and when you surround yourself, yeah, if you want to be successful and you want to do good things and help and you know, change the community or the world or whatever your dream may be, you need to surround yourself with people who not only believe in you and support you, but also want to help, you know? Um, so I think that there's a lot of people that want to do those things and they're starting to see um, that getting out and getting involved really is changing. Yeah. Seems like, uh, I don't know if it's like social media or like, seems like with a lot of like younger people too, it seems like there's starting to be a little bit of a turn to the whole, like being an entrepreneur thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It seems like there's, there's maybe more people looking that, 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 that knowing that that's an option, maybe right. the awareness is more out there than it used to be. Right. 
maybe that's a generation thing and they're all they want to be their own boss um i'm not a hundred percent as to why um i think again it comes down to influence and um getting young professionals and even olders involved in what we're doing and finding that influence and helping guide the way um i think is going to go a long way with this group yeah i think that'll be big given something people you know, just to feel a little bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they're not surrounded by... Papos? March 15th. Oh, I was one day off. Ah, Dang it. <laughs> geez, what time is it at? It's a morning one, isn't it? 8.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. March 15th, Papos. Right by my work. So. <laughs> where's your guys' place at? Um, we're off of Cokie Mill and Isles right next door to Corner Pub. In that oh, thing. oh, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. where we were at. Okay. What a blessing and a curse. I sure spent a lot of money over uh, there. <laughs> did you, uh, did you see that? Did you get your guys' windows? Nothing happened. Did you see Vele's windows all got shattered? Somebody shattered like all their windows the, other, the other night. The front? I don't even think it was last week. I think it was like a few days ago, like this last weekend, maybe. Yeah, they shattered the, the front window, the doors, and then went around back, pulled wine bottles out of the trash, shattered them all over the parking lot, and stole something out of somebody's car. Wow. And I was like, Jesus. I was like, I feel like someone. Like, that seems sounds like a, like a disgruntled, disgruntled employee. <laughs> type situation. But wow. Yeah, I was like, geez, that's crazy. Especially, you know, if they didn't do anything to anyone else. I don't know what time it was at. They just posted pictures, so I was just curious. I'm going to have to look. No, um, I guess I need to be a little bit more observant because I <laughs> did not notice that at all. But I assume they got it fixed pretty quick so they could, you know, be open or whatever. Right. What do you say? Next day they were, they were fixed. Yeah. Did you see? Do you, do you know what day it was? Four days ago. Four days ago. Okay. What was four days ago? My days run in cursive. What is this, Saturday? I think it was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, wow. So probably Saturday night. Hmm. Yeah. Asshole move buddy whoever <laughs> <laughs> did that that really sucks uh, um, wow no i didn't see that um i'm sure it was the middle of the night or something corner was probably closed i would think because the corner is open pretty, pretty late, late isn't it one or two i'd imagine yeah it's been a while hmm. since i've been there that late don't get to stay out late these days that much <laughs> you know what it's not that fun what do they say it's uh, nothing good happens at after what time there's is a it song? one? Is it, one? Isn't there a song though? What's it, is it? What is it? Uh, Nothing good nothing happens good after. Happened. There's some sort of song that I just listened to. So that's a country song, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> derail. Uh, how about with the? How do you? How do you feel? And this is completely nothing to do with business. But how do you feel about social media and your kid? Like, when does that? Like, like do you let your? Like, do you let your daughter like? use your phone and do stuff on your phone, stuff like that. Like Facebook? Yeah, like what do you, I'm just curious from a parent's perspective. Heck no. You know, I mean, I post um, some stuff on there about her because I have family and friends on there um, that I like to keep involved. Um, But no, I don't let her on TikTok or Facebook. Um, I let her get on kids' YouTube. Um, But I feel like this day and age, you really have to, watch that um i'm not saying being overbearing and whatnot um because i feel like that will guide them in a different way Uh, again there's no handbook for this um so everybody to to each their own (laughs) um i'm probably might get some backlash for this conversation but as for me i do not believe that my six-year-old needs to be on facebook nor tiktok um on there scrolling around because you don't know who's on 
those sites for mixed intentions yeah. and um you know there's been some stuff even on youtube um yeah even on kids youtube stuff slips yeah. through sometimes and i, I will hear it and i'm like what are you watching mm-hmm. and you know maybe it is an adult playing with toys or slime or something and just the little innuendos or the way that they're going about right. it i'm like mm, no so we're gonna we're gonna not <laughs> somebody was um, watching one and they were making i don't remember who it was I was in the room though. It wasn't my kids because they're way too young, but I was in the room with somebody's kids and uh, they were watching a video and they were, they were making the Barbies like do it, like mom and dad. And I was like, and and, the, and, the, <laughs> report, and my friend report. like looked at me and they're like, like, what are you watching? Oh my <laughs> yeah, gosh. Oh like, no. Damn, what is going on here? I hope you press the report button. <laughs> it's so crazy. But you know, it's, it's tough because obviously, um, you know, we're a social media marketing company. And I do, I do think overall social media is a great thing, mm-hmm. but there's just so many things that like, like personally, and you know, it's, you know, it, from a marketing standpoint, it's probably stupid that I say this, but I don't think kid, any kids should be even allowed to be on social media until they're 18, like no social media. Um, I know with my kids, I, I say that, you know, obviously who knows what happens when the time comes, right. but that's what I say. I'm like, I don't want kids on social media until they're like 18. Um, um, it's just, I, it's just a lot, you know what I mean? And is. all the like Instagram and the, especially with women and like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. It is. It's a hard conversation. Um, and truly there's no right or wrong answer. Um, I think it depends on your situation. I do th- with my daughter. I think part of her being such an old soul is I, um, obviously I filter how I say things, but I don't lie to her. Yeah. Um, I have conversations with her because I think it's important that she is smart and she is aware of her surroundings and she doesn't think that life is one big candy land. Um, yeah. and there's not bad things out there. Um, and her dad and I agree with that. So she understands that there is bad people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of good too, but I think it's important to teach them that it's not wonderful sunshine and rainbow um and just making them aware i think there's a difference between handing them a phone and just be like have at it kid and teaching them the rights and the wrongs um so i think that it just really depends on the situation um and whatnot with that being said i mean my daughter has an ipad because we have her dad and i have different homes and you know when she's over there I miss her and Mm -hmm. I want her to be able to have access. If she needs mom, if something's wrong, I want her to be able to call me. So I, at six years old, she has an iPad and she can call mom. She can call grandma. Um, But again, it's about being smart in the way you do it. She knows you're not to call and text random people. Um, This is for safety use. So I think it just goes down to the rules and how you go about it. It's so tough because you like want them to be familiar with the technology but <laughs> i mm-hmm. mean especially here i want my kids to like work here someday it's yeah. like you gotta so, get them involved but at the same time it's like <laughs> yeah i think it's just um a very fine line and you want them to be aware you want to teach them but that goes with the good and the bad so have you ever have you seen how like over in china tiktok their tiktok for like uh, kids is very different it's like no. all educational and like history stuff and all this and then all all social media over there for kids cuts off at like what is it like 
like 8 p.m. and like hmm. it's like so it's like very regulated you know on what they show the kid what they show kids and yeah. I'm like man that's interesting like if that was the case I'd be like all for it like if they're right. only getting educational stuff like that's great you yeah know? um yeah I mean I think that'd be great if it could be realistic if yeah. you know there wasn't going to be somebody that hacks in there and you know throws in some stuff right. or um over in China they'll just kill you if you do that <laughs> <laughs> take your ass out Oh, government's got control over there. No, no comment. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it's, but that is the problem. Yeah, is there's always a bad seed that ruins it for everybody. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna find that anywhere, anywhere you go, any place of employment, um, any anywhere. There's always a bad apple running yeah. around somewhere. Um, that's why that's why I always tell people here. I'm like, don't be the person that ruins this for everybody. Okay, we, we try to have, be laxed on this, but <laughs> yep, yep, I agree with that. So what else is happening? Anything else exciting going on? You got the, mm. you got your job you've been at for, what now, three years? Yep, a little over three years, yep. Good, doing a lot at the chamber. Mm-hmm. Got started the rise, got the President's Award. I did. Got some momentum going here. Yeah, I uh, received the 40 Under 40 Nice. last year, so that was cool. Um, and I was one of the nominees for the Athena Award, which was really cool. Um, What's that? Um, it's kind of like the Woman of the Year Award, um, cool. and there was nine of us nominated um, and then one one what, that is that through somebody specific or uh illinois women in leadership oh okay so that was really cool just being able to be with you know nine other strong females in this community that are really striving to make a difference for other people um and really going hard at it was really nice to be in that group nice well, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Getting some recognition. Absolutely. Just I need a better PR person. <laughs> no. Uh, I, uh, yeah. No, I think um, this year is going to be really great. Um, I don't have anything right now that I'm like, this is exactly what I'm working on. Yeah. Um, but I think that 2021, 2022, they were all a buildup for 2023. And I fully believe that this year is going to be really great. That's awesome. Yeah. With positive thoughts forward. Do yeah. you, uh, when you have like, I'm just curious how people handle this sometimes. Like, do you set like goals on like a monthly, like daily, monthly, yearly basis at all? Or like, how do you think about things like that? Um, some people do. Some people have a checklist. Um, I would like to think that I am a spontaneous person and that is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Um, because I don't typically work off of a plan. Um, plans, Change. Don't don't yeah. interest me. I'd rather be like, yeah, I'm doing that. Let's go. Um, so my goal is to make it to the top. What's the top? I don't really know, but I'm on my way. And going. that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. My goal is really to be a public advocate for people, um, help change the world around me and um, set up a road for success for my daughter. I want I believe that she is going to be bigger and better than I ever was or will be. And I'm trying to pave a way for her to see that as a woman, you have a voice and you can change the world on your own. Um, and by on your own, I think that you do need to work off of a team aspect. And that's not what I mean, because you do need yeah, the people you. around you. I more so mean, you know, um, I'm not a feminist by any means, but you don't need yeah. a man. You don't need that. You can do it. Um, you just, can achieve your goals. Yeah, just you know, go get it, girl. And that's what keep, I tell her all the time. Working, keep working. Yeah. <laughs> keep going. Yeah. It was kind of funny. She, uh, first grade, and she comes home, and she tells me that she has a crush on this boy. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Um, and then the following week, she's like, 
I don't like that boy anymore. And I'm like, what What happened? And she's like, he was mean to me and he didn't say <laughs> hi today. And she's like, and I'm not putting up with that. And I was like, well, why not? She's like, because we are powerful and strong women and we do not put up with that. And I was like, go get it, girl. Like, That's you know, hilarious. I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you're right. Old soul there. Yeah. So it's good though. Back to your original question for goals. Um, I don't really know what my goal is. I just, I want to help people live a better life everywhere. Not just right here in Springfield, not just in Auburn where I live, everywhere. I want to make a difference. Yeah. And it's funny, man. I always say, you know, things happen for a reason. Um, I'm sure something else will present itself to keep moving you forward in that. You know, it's kind of like you said, when you were a kid, you used to go door to door and help old people, different things. And now you know, you're yeah. kind of doing that, uh, you know what I mean? It comes back around and you weren't even expecting it. I do. Um, I think that everything happens for a reason and I don't always have the answer for why, you know, there's a lot of unfortunate things that happen. I've had a lot of obstacles happen in my life, really my whole life. Um, but especially the last few years, I've had a lot of, um, sticks thrown in what I'm trying to do. Um, and it, I had to tell myself that it was okay to fall down because I am nowhere near perfect and I never will be. I mess up. Um, and it's okay to fall down as long as you get back up. And I think every time that I personally have fallen down, I stand up a little straighter. Um, I've learned something through it. Um, and I've also learned that when I'm going through a hard time and I am really struggling, I'm really sad or I'm mad or whatever it may be, there's a little part of me that's a little grateful because I know that that means that there's something so much bigger and better on the other side. And this is just the way through it. So, um, just a little tidbit out there for anybody that does feel like they're going through a hard time or they don't think that they can see the next week or whatnot. It just means that you're about to level up. So just be sure to stand back up. Are you a religious person? Random question. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to get in depth. I'm just curious, you know, because it's good for like, I'm not a religious person by per se, but I do like believe in like higher power and also, you know what I mean? and, I'll, and I'll like pray. I don't, I'm not really pray, praying to anybody, but I just like, you know, I'm like, oh, I hope that person does feels right. better. or I hope they get through it. You know what I mean? I, and right. I keep them in my thought. Um, um I mean, I'm not somebody who's going to preach at somebody. I believe there's a God and I want my daughter to know that too. I want everybody to know that whether, whatever it is that you believe in, you're not alone. Yeah. And there's days where I, well, people need something. Exactly. And that's where I that's why I like understand religion to an extent. Like you can, people need something to believe in and mm-hmm. someone to, you know, something to look forward to and some and something to like help set that example or mm-hmm. get some general kind of I guess guidelines of life to, you know, something to look at. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, just for example, um this past Sunday, I was very stressed out. I really was. Um, and it was nothing, not one thing. It was just a bunch of things. I had a lot of emotions and I'm like, what do I do with this? Like, I I don't know who to talk to. I don't know what to do. Um, and I think God knew that. And we had a beautiful day Sunday and I drove myself to the lake and I laid on that dock for four hours. Nice. I did nothing but lay there and look at the sky and look at nature around me and see everything that I believe that God provided, um, right there. And when I left there, I felt at ease. I felt okay. Yeah. I felt like I was talking to somebody and I, I believe it was God. Um, but again, I feeling like I'm not alone and being able to go out there and sit in my own thoughts and have um, 
him to talk to and just see everything that he's done was a sense of comfort for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, and there's, I know that was random, but it was just kind of like, uh, you know, talking about how being down and, you know, there is, mm-hmm. you know, lie on the other side or whatever. Um, there really curious, is. You know, I was curious yeah. people's perspective or what they uh, pray to or believe, you know what I mean, yeah. as far as what keeps them motivated and, you know, when you're, when you're down about something. So, I mean, sometimes yeah, I'll think that, but more so I like to write. So I more so write nice. my prayers and whatnot, and then I'll put them away. Um, it helps me get those thoughts out, but I do believe that there's something else out there. Um, and I hope whether that be God or whatever else, I hope that everybody has one thing that they're able to think about that helps them not feel that I'm alone feeling. Yeah. Cause there's nothing worse than feeling like you are truly alone. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Do, uh, how about like from a creative hobby standpoint? Do you like, you say you write a little bit. Do you like draw or paint or I can make one mean stick figure. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't draw. Um, I like to write. I I find comfort in that. And, um, I like to share my life experiences because, like what you were saying with your moment of positivity with that lady and you shared your story. Um, I believe that you were given a life experience to be able to connect with somebody to help them through a hard time. And I believe that everything that I've been through is not just a lesson for me, but a connector piece to somebody else to help them get through a time that they're struggling with. Um, so I think that through writing, I can talk about it and I can let people know that just because I smile and I laugh and I'm positive and happy, I have hard times too. I've had really hard things happen to me and it's all about how you react to it. Um, so through writing, I feel like I can provide not just myself with comfort, but somebody else who's going through a hard time, able to see the struggle and how to get through it. What do you do with the writing then? You said to helpfully provide somebody else. Do you put that out somewhere? Or do sometimes. You um, sometimes I will. Or maybe to, in the future. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I, well, I was a, curious because you said, you know, hopefully to help somebody down the road. Yeah. So, like, I'm um, just curious, like, where would they might see that to, that they might, they might help them? It just depends. You know, sometimes maybe I will see a, a meme something small a quote that really triggers something and I'm like you know what I felt this way or I've been through this and I feel like I've seen other people go through it too um and then maybe I'll put it out on my Facebook for others to read um you know um once upon a time I went through a divorce and it was very hard for me um and I wrote a letter to myself I took four pictures of myself through my healing journey um that was very difficult for me and I wrote about it you know um and I put it out there on Facebook and there was a lot of people that reached out to me and I, in no way was I looking for pity or people to feel bad for me because I was okay and I'm okay. I really am. But I know some people that are still struggling through that or they're currently struggling through yeah. it. So I was sharing it more so as a, here's what I did and here's what worked for me. So I took that and I put it out and there were so many people that reached out to me and were like, thank you. Like this saved me, this helped me. And that's what I want to do, whether that be through writing through a hard obstacle in my life or um, something I do work or with my daughter, whatever it may be. My goal is to ultimately help people live their best life. So um, Facebook, maybe um, I had thought about starting to write things and eventually write a book. You know, my you grand- thought about like a blog or something. I thought about that, too, um, because I do enjoy it and I think it does help people and when I was real little, my grandparents always told me, 
you need to write, you need to write. And they had an author that lived down the way from them and they took me down there to one of their parties and I was real little, so I don't even really remember who it was, but they took me to introduce them to this author because they believed in what creativity I had in the way that I choose my wording. And um, they just saw something in me that really at that point I didn't see in myself. So going back to everything happens for a reason, life does come full circle maybe writing something will help in some way. Um, we'll see. I don't know. No, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you just never know. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll probably, I guess I got, uh, I, I guess I got one more question for you. You know, you're doing a lot of things. You got your job, you're at the chamber, you're helping with the rise thing. You've done this, uh, clothing, professional clothing drive stuff. Uh, you got a daughter, um, out of all that, what is the hardest part of all these things that you're doing and everything you have to do every day, uh, all the responsibility that goes along with that? What is the hardest part that you have to deal with? I think um, a struggle that I am working to get better at is I am a people pleaser with anxiety. Um, and I like to make everybody happy. I want to be everybody's friend, but I have so much going on at the same time that sometimes I have anxiety and sometimes I have hard times and putting face forward because I would never want to put my struggles on somebody else. I would never want somebody else to feel what I'm feeling, that I remain happy and positive on this side, but on the inside, sometimes I struggle. So um, something that I'm working towards would just be, I'm a people pleaser with anxiety and how do you deal with that? Um, there's no right or wrong answer. It's just something that I'm working on. Tell um, people know sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. a little busy right now. That, Which I've done, you yeah. know, over the last year, I've said no. I've took myself out of a few things. Um, I wish I could be involved. There's all kinds of stuff people ask me to do or like never, you know what I mean? I'm just like, dude, I am so busy. Right. Like between the kids and work and like, oh, like I am like. <laughs> right. Um, I, it's it tough. goes again, back to you become who you surround yourself with. And for the most part, I have a wonderful circle. I've met some of the most amazing people that are helping me through all of this. But there's also been some people that I've let into my life that maybe don't have my best intentions at heart. Um, and I've come to the realization of that. And it's all it's all a work in progress, really. Yeah. Um, but just trying to keep moving forward with a smile on my face, but how to do it and keep balance. All right. Taylor Stevens. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, no, is there any uh, thing, any, uh, you know, do you want to give a shout out to like your works website or anything at all before we go? People Absolutely. Check that out. <laughs> uh, Synergy home care um, is my true passion. Um, I think that home care is something that will continue to grow. Um, and I fully believe in what we do um, and what we will continue to do. Um, so, go to our website at synergyhomecare.com. You can see um, everything about us on there. You can go to our Facebook page, LinkedIn, Synergy Home Care of Central Illinois. Um, we share a lot of really great backstories, a lot of pictures of our staff, our caregivers, and what we do. Um, and then feel free to ever stop into our office. Like I said, we're right next door to Corner Pub. Um, stop in, just say hi. I would love that. Um, I love meeting new people. If I can help in any way, um, let me know. Um, or you can just give us a call if you have a loved one or yourself maybe needing a little extra care, no matter what it is, um, 217-303-8555.
again, I fully believe in synergy and what our mission is, um, or else I wouldn't be here. So, um, reach out if there's anything we can do, let us know. All right. And the next rise event coming up March 15, Papa's eight 30. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. And, Glad everybody uh, got to hear my life story today. <laughs> I don't think I got any announcements for the end of this. Check out the rise thing. It's energy home here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.